thought it was mutual, but we decided that Africa by Toto was like our theme song. And oh I play God. it super loud at 9.15 on the dot every day. And one day she barges into my office and goes, turn this song off. I hate this song. <laughs> and then like after a month, I was like, oh my gosh. And she was like angry. And she's not like one to ever get angry. I was like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, you play that song so loud every single day. And she goes, and I just can't stand it anymore. And uh, yeah, you learn something new every day. Here's the million dollar question. How do men like us reach our full potential and grow into the men we dream of being while taking care of our responsibilities, working, being good husbands, fathers, and still take care of ourselves? That's the question. This podcast will help you with those answers. My name is Brent and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. Welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. Big shout out to Fallible Nation. You guys make these things possible and a warm welcome to our first time listeners. My name is Brent, and today is an incredible day on the podcast. Not only is Sarah joining us, which you know doesn't happen if you follow this podcast very often, but we also have six of our podcasting friends, and we would like to welcome Steve and Veronica from Pod Sound School and the Content Hefe Podcast. We'll Happy to be here. Hey, how's it going? Friends. Alex and Alicia from Pod Pros and the Podcasting Made Simple Podcast. Thank you for having us. Yeah, appreciate it. And it wouldn't be... Uh, conversation about relationships without our dear friends Oliver Denise from Jolly and the Relationship Trade Secrets podcast. What's up family? Hello. We're happy, happy to, to be, be here. here. You know, we always want to hang out with Brent, so <laughs> whenever Brent says come hang out, we're like, all right, cool, let's make it happen. I say the same thing. <laughs> I'm 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 incredible wrong guys. I just the fact that you guys would take your time to be here. So thank you for to do this collab hopefully we're all going to get a lot out of this to share with our audiences and get to know each other and build some relationships at the same time now i start the podcast these days with a silly question so we'll see we're gonna take a shot and we'll get the answer at the end okay so if you dug a hole through the center of the earth from wellington new zealand which european country would you emerge would it be a germany b spain c france or d poland Mm. Poland? I'm going to go with Poland. <laughs> New Zealand. Uh, I have no clue. You can go with Germany? Uh, sure, whatever you say. All right. Alex <laughs> thinks Germany and Alicia is not 100% on that, but I, I'll say Germany. That's a fantastic yeah. question. I don't so know. we're just going, what are we going to do? Rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> like, <laughs> you all relational gurus. These are things you all have to decide on. Right. Like, we got to be on the, We got to be on the same page, at least. Right. Even if we're wrong, right? Was that an option? <laughs> it was <clears throat> That was an option. Oh, let's it was. It. See? I was going to say Spain. Spain, let's do it. Spain, France, or Poland? Mm -hmm. Spain. We're going to go with Spain. Spain. All right. Hold on to your answers. Everybody listening, make your guess. Don't cheat. Don't don't pause the podcast and go find out. That's cheating. <laughs> right, guys, the way we're going to start is we'll just go around, uh, I don't know, some direction. Take one minute and tell us about your podcast. Introduce yourselves. <clears throat> Alex, do you want to start? Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll speak to that point. So like uh, Alicia and I, we run a company called PodPros, which is education for podcast guests and hosts. And we have a podcast that most people find extremely boring because it's about podcasting. So whenever I meet a random person, like, oh, you have a podcast. What's it about? I'm like, podcasting. And they're like, oh, right? Like, it's a huge letdown. But hey, if you're in this space, it is a show just focused on helping a podcast guest or host 
take their next step and make it one that really adds value to their journey as a podcaster. Nice. Steve. Yeah, do you want to take it? <laughs> Why are you sweating? I don't know. I'm really <laughs> sweating. He's here sweating, dripping sweat. This is a trick question for sure. <laughs> yeah. So we are the Pod Sound School. We're podcast coaches. Uh, we do um, podcast courses and we do one on one coaching for uh, aspiring podcasters and um, coaches and content creators. And we have a YouTube channel where we have all of our instructional videos and we also have our paid programs. Uh, we started with our podcast, the Pod Sound School podcast, and we retired our podcast a year ago. Uh, yeah, just about a year. <clears throat> and we launched Content Hefe because we're heading towards like something more encompassing when it comes to content creation, not only podcasting. So the content marketing, just content in marketing general. in general mm -hmm. that includes podcasting and video podcasting and all those things. So mm -hmm. we've been. Uh, making our podcast Hunting Hefe for a year or less than a year. It's a video podcast, which we enjoy the most. And that's what our brand is all about. It's about video podcasting. Mm -hmm. That's fun. And, you know, we, we're just more ourselves. It's called Content Hefe because Veronica mm -hmm. is from Colombia. So she, uh, we do a lot of Spanglish in our lives as mm -hmm. it is. So, um, and it, yeah, we're on like episode 37 right now. And mm -hmm. it's, it's been a lot of fun. Yes, we are on YouTube and we are on Spotify, um, video podcast too, and all of the podcast players. Yep. And it's it's been it's been a lot of fun. Very cool. So we are um, Denise and Oliver Denali, and um, we are, we too are podcasters, and we've been doing it for how long now? Who knows. Wow, it's been a long time. <laughs> six, six or seven years. So we're relationship wow. coaches, and most of our content is based on relationship coaching. And so that's what we do. In addition to, you know, social media and YouTube as well, conferences, all of that kind of stuff. Yep, that's our thing. Relationships, both personally and professionally, um, we. We've been podcasting, but it's been off and on, if we're going to be quite honest, right? So we do some audio podcasting. We have a show on YouTube that's about to start back up again with the new season inside the relationship. So it's kind of a video thing because I am a, I love video, to be quite honest. So we, we love doing video stuff. And, and, uh, and hopefully another podcast, I'm kind of putting, I'm putting it out there now, even though it hasn't started yet, but I wrote a book for men called overcoming the man laws so be on the lookout for the overcoming the man laws podcast it's coming soon hey, you're committed now man you put it out committed <laughs> put it out there so yeah, yeah. Keep, keep him honest keep me honest yeah i'm All finally right. gonna jump the broom on that one right. so when you get here for the conference right you're gonna have the first show ready to go <laughs> actually i might actually have yeah you're right i might have personally there you, there you go you got the mark right there you got two weeks yeah there it is <laughs> oliver is flying out to join me i run a men's conference called the phoenix conference that is uh february 10th and 11th and oliver is one of our keynote speakers who will be actually on site we do it both for uh in person and virtual so oliver's coming out so now heels to the fire guys right there you, there you it know. is that's right by the time the Phoenix rolls around, Oliver's going to have it ready to go. 
we're going to be ready to go. All right. You hold me to it. Podcast art is done. <laughs> so we're ready to go. <laughs> How long have you guys been together and do you have kids? <clears throat> Want to start? No, because you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, why would I want to go first? <laughs> Um, wants to go first. There you go, <laughs> Thank you. No, she was just about to go. <laughs> I saw it. I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> she always puts me on the spot. I'm, I'm saving her. To. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So I'll go. No, okay. we'll, we'll go. So we. The, the question was how long we've been together and do we have kids, right? Cool. So we've been married for just over 10 years. In 2022, we celebrated 10 years. Nice. And uh, we dated for a year and a month. We're engaged for three months. Uh, and that's been our, our whole relationship. We were also friends for a few years before we even got together. And no kids. Uh, we're, we're very happy that way for right now. So that, that works really great for us at the moment. Our, our, we call our software our baby. So we just kind of build out the software and work in the business, but really enjoy our relationship. Uh, not just for, not just personally, but also professionally. We have a really good time together. Hey, we waited over a decade to have kids. You're, you're doing fine. Nice. nice. <laughs> okay, well then, I guess next, for, uh, I was supposed to go. I, I was confused there. Yeah, we've been married now um, officially for a while, five, six years. He doesn't remember. Um, blurry lines there. And I think part of the reason the lines are so blurry is because of the kids. We have three kids. We have two 14 year old twins and um, a four year old. Um, and she has been the biggest challenge in our, in our business lately. <laughs> it's probably the four year old. Yeah. She's the CEO. It's her world. We're just living in it. <laughs> nice. Good stuff. Well, I guess we'll go. So we'll save, we'll save Sarah, give, give Sarah some time to get, you know, get her bearings on this one. We are, um, Let's see. Let's let's do the numbers. We have known each other for about for coming up on 28 years. Oh wow. We've right. been married for 22 of those years. We have three children, uh the youngest of which will be 20 in 2 weeks. Oh. And a 3-year-old grandson. Oh cute. Yeah. Very nice. Well, yeah. you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> very cute. Okay, I had to do the math. So we've been married in April, 22 years, and we have two kids, and we knew each other for four or five years before that, I think. But we were just friends until he proposed, pretty much. So. <laughs> wow, 22 years. I love that. I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> proposed. I like, be engaged. I like it. Whole <laughs> move. Well, you know, you, they, they say you should marry your best friend. So I, I had the realization one day if I was stupid enough not to, then I, I deserve to be miserable. So <laughs> cute. That, that's good. That's I good. Love that. All right, guys, we're going to do the speed round here. Okay. Favorite date night. What's your ideal date? Honestly? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and is it different? What's yours? What's yours? Okay. You say it. Well, I don't know. Should we take? Should we take? Or like, who's who goes first? Is it? And there's not an order. There's not an order. We're we're uh, today. <laughs> Freeform. 
I'll tell you. I like getting coffee and going to the range. Shooting off some rounds. Yeah. Right. That's it. day night. Yeah. I like that. 308 long range targets and hot coffee. Yeah. I like it. I like Because it. it's the day. <laughs> Caffeine and adrenaline. <laughs> Great combo. <laughs> or stress reliever. So stress. release of release of adrenaline. Stress maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, our favorite date night, I would say, is like a nice dinner out to eat, just the two of us. And we could also just have a movie night sitting on the couch together. Either way, either way works. <laughs> nice. Awesome. We do either green juice and infrared sauna. <laughs> <laughs> or um, stay at home and watch a movie and while we eat cereal. Yeah, uh, cereal. Mm-hmm. cereal. Cereal. Those yeah. are two very different extremes it's yes, like one's like a really healthy move the other is just kind of like a lady welcome movie. to the merry life yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it, listen i'm a fan of cereal so that, yeah. that sounds like oh yeah we have a cereal nasty. problem <laughs> but cereal steven problem. doesn't like it because i like my cereal with hot milk me too <gasps> really you're my people wow. i always get that too <laughs> i always oh, could you Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Please don't let it get soggy. I'd say just about anything goes. See, that's why I don't like it hot because it makes the soft. It does. Factor I don't. Goes. I don't mind it. Soft and good. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. mind it. Really fast. <laughs> yeah. I don't that's mind. I don't know. I, I got a. I got a few, man. I, so we're we we can fall under. We can fall in any area of the spectrum, right? So on one end of the spectrum, we can literally get in the car. And say, you know what? It's a beautiful day. Let's get in the car. We're going to drive for an hour north. And then we're mm-hmm. going to come back to scenic route south yeah. back home. Mm-hmm. Right. So that could be a date right there. Uh-huh. And then the other end of the spectrum is, you know, going out for a weekend somewhere. So we maybe not too far. Oh, no. Date night. Date night. Yeah. So one night, not a weekend. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So what's, to yeah. Going somewhere. out to eat. Yeah. You know, going out to eat would probably. Be- I mean, on the weekend though, we could have a night. <laughs> no, that doesn't work. To, that's not what. Okay, all right, all right. I like this negotiation though. I, think <laughs> I, Listen, I, I was trying to get in the weekend. That's what I was trying to get. In. I feel like Oliver's got it. I like it. I'm going to take that negotiation. So, well, you can have a date night on a weekend. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Very pointedly looking at my husband. <laughs> I like driving for all of you on the audio not on the video he glares here <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're we're quick to jump in the car man yeah, quick, we're quick to jump in the car. All right. we do that too it's fun you have it a lot of interesting fun. conversation and you talk mm-hmm. about the business and the kids and it's just yeah. fun yeah and if you work from home it's just a great way to take right. a break from being in the same place mm-hmm. day and night Right. Oh, that's yep. so, yeah. so change of scenery, exhausting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. mm. change of scenery, and and something I uh, something I often say is I want to breathe some different air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go breathe some different air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead yeah, we of do this that air right here. Let's go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, we live in North Carolina, so there's a lot of trees and beautiful things beautiful. to see here. Yeah, yeah. Nice. beautiful. How long have you guys been in business together? We started our business four years ago. Five years, almost five years now. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost five years. Yeah. 
when we started, we kind of didn't know what we were doing. We just moved because of the passion we have for podcasting and started posting content, creating content and see what that would lead us to. And that's how we got into coaching and into just working people one-on-one, helping them to launch their podcast. And, and we started our YouTube channel and um, because we didn't want to be on camera. So we created <laughs> animated videos. We animated ourselves and that's, that was pretty funny. Like if, you, if you go back in our channel, you can find those. Those were the first videos that we posted. Those animated and, characters, yeah. Yeah, they were they're cute, but then we realized <laughs> if we wanted our, our channel to grow, then we needed to show our faces. Yeah. So we started showing our faces and just going through the pains of the pains. I, I have problems with Kevin. Apparently I slept profusely. Yeah, he still um, sweats. Like so just much. profusely. I don't get it. Like why aren't you sweating? And then also um, because I don't I I'm remember, not working yeah, out. The first day the first day we got in front of the camera, Veronica, I asked her to do my makeup. And mm-hmm. I mean, I was having like like I need makeup lighting. for it. And yeah, terrible lighting. Full on every kind of nervous breakdown you could have. Yeah, so there's <laughs> this kind of uh, fun part of launching a business and, and creating content mm-hmm. of not knowing what you're getting into that is just like you're so naive and so willing to try and you don't know what's at stake. So I think that that's just pretty cool when you're studying. And then you just move from there and you keep learning and you keep improving and you keep having fun. Mm-hmm. And that's what we kind of try to teach our, our students and our clients is just to start from where they are and enjoy being that new and enjoy being uh, that naivete. Is that how you say it? I, I don't know. Naivete. Yeah. Naivete. Yeah. <laughs> of not knowing what you're doing sometimes. Now, real quick, uh, Steve is sweating because I think that Veronica has a knife in there in case he says something that's <laughs> not yeah, in the no, right place. Like, <laughs> like, what are you going to say? How long have we been together? What are you going to say? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, he's sweating. He's sweating here. I think he's just, he goes through a lot of stress when I... I, I have no idea what it is. I think it's I think light. it's my accent. It's like what yeah. is she gonna say? <laughs> what is she going to mispronounce? No. <laughs> well, I did turn off the air so that it didn't get in because we're using this one condenser microphone. So I didn't want the air unit to ruin our sound. So that's probably really what it is. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. The life of an audio engineer. At least <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, so the question was how long we've been working together, right? Yes. Um, so officially it's been about two and a half years. That's the mark of pod match and the creation of the rest of it. But we, um, when we first got married, we worked together in a different business where Alex actually was my boss in a corporate setting. Um, so that was interesting. <laughs> um, we were together 24 seven. We rode to work together. Our desks were 15 feet apart. He told me what to do all day. Um, it, it got us ready for what we're doing now. It was a really great introductory for us working together, uh, creating something so new and still being together 24 seven. Our offices are like five feet apart. <laughs> um, but yeah, so officially two and a half years. Nice. Sweet. Sweet. Good stuff. I think for us officially, what, 2018 is when it was official, mm-hmm. like on paper. Yeah. So, um, so going, going on five years, but unofficially it was yeah. before that yeah unofficially you probably started creating content probably in 2013 and 
uh, everything just kind of mushroomed from there. So from 2013 on, you know, started doing some podcasting, started doing some video on YouTube. So we've um, been working together since then. Yeah. So Ooh. 2013 and then officially on paper 2018. Wow. Okay. We launched the Fallible Man September 1st, 2020. That that was the, we, we started putting stuff together, but that's the day we officially like got our LLC officially formed and, uh, decided okay we're really we're really gonna do this so and we actually i've been working a full-time job for years uh, i lost that job at the end of july due to uh, my company losing major parts of their contract so like this is our sole life now uh since august but it's uh it's been a ride now here's the question that's gonna get everybody in trouble okay so uh-huh. oh we're here for it i'm ready <laughs> what is your spouse's favorite song I think, oh, wow. Spouse's favorite song. I can go. I, I got this one. Okay. Uh, Hard Times by Paramore. At least during 2020, that was Alicia's favorite song. And it's like, it's the song singing about hard times. And that was like a lot of people's 2020, but it does it in such a positive way. If you ever heard the song, it's like really upbeat and fun. But if you listen to the lyrics, like, what the heck is this talking about? But uh, Spotify agrees with me. That was her top song that she played that year. And <laughs> we happened to hear it last night, ran when we were at, out at dinner and she can't help but start dancing and singing with it, even though like I'm trying to have like a conversation with her. So I know that's her song. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, that'll work for now. <laughs> I'm sure that'll change. Um, Alex, I don't think he would ever go on record as saying he has a favorite song. He is a music <laughs> junkie, likes all different types. Um, I would venture to say maybe it's something from Yellow Card. That's one of his favorites, but there's... Can't pick a favorite song, and I like that she knows that. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. She answered it right the first time. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Man, favorite song. I, I have no idea what your favorite song is. I have no idea what my favorite song is. <laughs> I was just about to say, I think, I think for us, I think for us, it's, it's seasonal. I think, or, or, uh, Maybe so, yeah. wherever we are in, in life at the moment. I mean, and I'm so, I'm so all over the place with music, right? One day, you know, it, one day it's a reggae song. One day it's a gospel song. One day it's hip hop. One day it's jazz. Yeah. You know, one day it's something my son put me onto that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> you know, it's just, so I'm all over the place. Yeah. I, I, I think either one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Season or mood? I think that. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, I, I think that Veronica's would be um, definitely a Spanish song, probably an old traditional Colombian song that I wouldn't know the name of. <laughs> um, but Veronica just has tons of favorite songs. I've been trying to figure out which there's a specific key that actually will make her cry, like on command immediately. I think it's the C or like C minor or something. And mm -hmm. she's just, um, yeah. Very, that's one of my favorite things about her actually is that how music it emotionally affects her more than anybody I've ever met. She's yeah. like immediate yeah. tears just from wow. from music. So but a lot of Spanish lyrics and Spanish songs. What Vigenatos, is that what you call them? Yeah, I don't like Vigenato. I don't know why. Oh, I okay. <laughs> See, I guess I don't know. <laughs> you like Vigenato. If you look at my Spotify playlist, it has a little bit of everything too. Mm -hmm. I like uh, Max Richter. I like classical music because I do a lot of writing. So I do that. Mm. And I like hip hop, the dirtiest hip hop mm -hmm. <laughs> when I work out. Um, yeah. 
and yeah, music in Spanish. I love that he figured it out down to the key. Because I that's awesome. Yeah, he knows. He knows. I'm trying to figure it out so that you know I can manipulate her emotions. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> and I don't know what your favorite song is. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't really have a favorite song either. I, I'm very eclectic all over the place too. I used to say it was Gloria Stefan. Um, Conga. Conga by Gloria Stefan. But mm-hmm. I, nice. <laughs> I think it was more to torture our, our teenagers mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. than anything else. But yeah, he likes. What do you like? I don't know. I think I don't you got know it. what my you husband likes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I had to share our pain with you. We we did a marriage enrichment uh, class not long ago at our church. They were doing this came up as an icebreaker question, and I watched like fifteen couples panic. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh. We had all these We had some people who had been married, you know, three years. Some people who had been married twenty plus years, like us. Some people who had been married much longer. All like look at panic on their face. <laughs> <laughs> was incredible and it's like wow i guess you truly never stop learning i wanted to throw this out there just for that for mm-hmm. the uh benefit of our listeners guys no yeah. matter how much time you spend with your spouse you're going to keep learning things about them and yeah. there will be things you don't think to ask mm-hmm. just kind of live with and so as we're talking about getting into business with your spouse understand there's always going to be things for you to learn and grow in you're not going to run out of questions very true. very true very true literally last night last night less than 24 hours ago we just recorded a video that we haven't posted yet yeah. that is talking about that very thing yeah <laughs> there's always something to learn yeah. always mm-hmm. something to learn at every i got a story about that too yeah with the uh with the song thing so i don't know why but uh when we started working together from home uh i i don't know where this happened i thought it was mutual but we decided that africa by toto was like our theme song and I play it super loud at 9.15 on the dot every day. And one day she barges into my office and goes, turn this song off. I hate this song. <laughs> and it was like after a month, I was like, oh my gosh. And she was like angry. And she's not like one to ever get angry. I was like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, you play that song so loud every single day. And she goes, and I just can't stand it anymore. And uh, yeah, you learn something new every day. So wow. First of all, it was never a mutual decision to make that our in my head it was anyway back to you. All right. before we dive into our first break uh for our first sponsor what is quickly one thing that everybody should know about you guys as a couple before we dive into today's topic of working with your spouse hmm. I, I don't, i'm not sure what you're thinking but the first thing that came to mind for us is that um is something that I say often to the couples that we work with is that we will be your greatest critic. However, we will also be your greatest cheerleader. Hmm. I'll mention that uh, Alicia and I, we teamwork has kind of been like one of the themes of our, of our relationship, of our marriage. So for us, it's always, even if we fight, we always say fight for resolution, not to win. Like we're not trying to be right or anything like that. So we just do a really good job being a really unified team on an ongoing basis. And we, for us, like we, that's built on the concept of our faith. So like we believe in Jesus and we just do our best to model Jesus and follow that. And that's, again, where our teamwork comes from. It's all kind of from there. So I think that's something that's just really has been a pillar in our lives and really kind of set us aside. All right. I love that. In our case, um, what we do is the, 
we separate our relationship from the business. So we, when we are in the business setting, when we're working, we're colleagues and we're professionals, and I expect to be treated as a professional, and Stephen expects to be treated as a professional. Yeah, even though we work in the same house, we do Zoom meetings. Mm -hmm. But I think the one thing that people should know about us as a couple, or at least, you know, when we join together, both as a couple and also with our business, Potsdam School, is kind of the same. After years of unfulfilling work and also after years of unfulfilling relationships, it was just about prioritizing fun. Mm -hmm. And so that's mm -hmm. like, we stop ourselves a lot and just say, are we having fun? And if we're, mm -hmm. if we're not having fun, then we kind of have difficult conversations to figure out how we can kind of gear up and have fun again. Mm -hmm. So nice. I love that. Nice. Yeah, awesome. That's awesome. Anything to add? Okay. I didn't get to see these questions beforehand. Yeah. If you guys are sweating a little bit, don't worry. Sarah hasn't seen these either. <laughs> I'm putting everybody on the spot today, except for me. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Uh, if there's one thing you know about us is uh, our, to us is the core of everything. Um, Sarah doesn't like to be on camera. I'm grateful. I think this is like maybe the third time she's ever been on camera with me. Maybe the fourth. Uh, but whether you see her or not, Sarah's always in the background. So we've kind of fallen into what works for us. But even when you don't see us together, this is always what it's about, Sarah and I. Yeah. From, from morning to dusk, this is, this is what it is, is we figure out how to work together and we don't always see eye to eye, but we're always together. It's us first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's great. We're spending some time with our guests a little bit. I wanted to introduce you guys all to everybody and let our audience get a feel for who we're into. We're going to roll to our first sponsor. And when we come back, we got Podcaster's Answer, How to Run a Business with Your Spouse. We'll be right back in just a second. One thing I usually don't share is how impactful the podcast has been for me personally. There's a lot I love and appreciate because I have the podcast. I become somebody who can approach people easier. I have a better network of people to call upon when I need them. I get to meet new people all the time from all walks of life and all over the globe and connect with them at a deeper level. And I have a voice to do what I love. I'm always put into situations where I'm having to stretch and learn something new. I've really grown as a person and a professional since I started doing my podcast. And that was even before my show really started growing. I hired a company called Grow Your Show, who's our sponsor, by the way, and I wanted to share them with you. The owner, Adam, has one of the very best podcasts for teaching you how to be a podcaster. I honestly wish I had found it sooner. One thing that they've done to help me is to bring me to a much larger listener base so that my voice is being heard around the world. There's a good chance, in fact, that they helped us connect. But they also do editing and post-production. They can even help you launch and start your podcast which could really help you in your business or whatever you're trying to achieve. So I just wanted to give them a quick shout out. I love to share great people and companies that I believe in that I use personally. So that's grow your show at growyourshow.com. I have a link in the show notes. And if you have a podcast or you want to start a podcast or you're thinking about it, just scroll down there, click that link and go work with my friend, Adam. He's going to treat you right. Welcome back, guys. In the first part of the show, we were getting to know our guests a little bit because we have an incredible ensemble for you today. But now it's time to dig into how to run your business with your spouse. So the first question is, was there any anxiety about going into business together before you started? Hmm. And I don't know that we can do a long enough show for everybody to answer. So whoever wants to <laughs> take this is welcome to jump in or we'll take as much as we can on it. I don't think there was any anxiety when we 
got into business together. Um, I was pretty much done with my corporate job. So when Stephen proposed to me to get into business together, I said, yes. Mm-hmm. I think the challenges have come later in the journey. Um, yeah, maybe some of the, the true, the truer colors or the, the darker parts of maybe some of our, like how we are to work with came out mm-hmm. later, maybe a year or two after work. And so, yeah, yeah no, I, I was, I was always really excited to work with Veronica. Yeah, me too. Anybody else? I think for us, and, and I don't feel like there was any anxiety. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like there was any anxiety. I think for me personally, the anxiety, if I guess we could call it that, didn't arise until I actually stepped out of the corporate space. Yeah. Because for for a while, we're I'm doing this. You know, I'm double dipping. So yeah. it, it was it was okay. But for me, the anxiety came in 2021. When I was like, all right, you know, God is kicking me in the back to do something that makes absolutely no sense at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 being and anxiety around doing that and anxiety around how she might feel about me doing that. You know, and so, you know, we really had to, you know, dig deep in terms of our, you know, really being intentional about a team to uh ease my anxiety around that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll share something real quick because Alicia and I didn't have any true anxiety, I'd say, when it came to to working together. But I had a moment that was very, it it was an anxious moment for me. And at this point, I had been in my professional career for about 14 and a half years. And this is months after we launched Podmatch, which is like our flagship product, and had started doing really well. It got to the point where I could see its lack of growth was due to my corporate job. And I'm one to always really apply myself. So like I, I gave it 110% as long as I was there. So I, I believe the way you end one season is the way you begin the next. So I wanted to leave my corporate job well. But the writing was on the wall that I had to leave. And the first person I was going to talk to about that was Alicia. And I don't know why, because she's always been so supportive. But that's just like a, it's a big life decision to leave your corporate job. Yeah. And so I sat her down and I just said, I think I have to leave my job that I've been at for 14 and a half years. It's made our lives very easy at this point. And I didn't know what I was like sweating when I, I told her and she goes, wow. And that was like her initial response. And then she goes, if, if it's time to do it, I, I trust you. I think we need to do it. And like that support right there, like made the rest of that transition very simple for me. But for that moment, that was like a moment I'll never forget. Cause it was like, I feel like I was going to the boss and said like, you know, like, <laughs> Hey, I think it's time to stop. But uh, so that, that's the moment I'll share ever since then. It's been, it's been really just a blessing getting to work together. Yeah. Nice. We had the same same experience. Very same experience. Same experience. Yeah. Exactly the same. I had a buddy tell me, you know, he was like, listen, bro, I hear you. And with you, God is telling you to do this. He's kicking you in the back. He was like, make sure that wifey is on board 100%. Mm-hmm. And we had, I remember the conversation. It was Memorial Day weekend, 2021. We were driving to a barbecue. And the barbecue was far enough away that we could have a really in-depth conversation. And that, and same thing, like with you, you know, that was the moment she was like, all right, that's what God's telling you to do. Then we don't see, we don't see it. We don't see how it plays out, but we're going to be obedient. And I put in my two month notice that very next day. (laughs) Uh, You you want the fun conversation? (laughs) We do, we do. 
you just lost your job and, and you're not going to go look for another one because you're going to do this full time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> my, my company downsized and that was kind of the kick in the pants. We, we had already talked mm-hmm. about being able to do this full time, but my company downsized and lost over half his contracts. And it was cheaper to keep the guys I trained them to keep the guy who trained them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the conversation became, uh, I'm unemployed but we're really close to making this work. Do yeah. I go back to looking for another job or are we really going to, are, are we going to take this and go with it? Mm-hmm. So yeah, no anxiety about working with Sarah. Sarah's amazing, but uh, losing that parachute, definitely right. mm-hmm. anxiety. Yeah. How do you guys run your business? Do you have separate roles or do you have overlapping roles? We have separate roles. And they also overlap as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that's kind of ongoing. It changes a lot. <clears throat> I That's actually, I think, one of the challenges at first, too, is you sort of uh, find a way to kind of decide whose role is which and who's mm-hmm. going to be, like, more of the the CEO-type personality and um, who's going to be more, you know, de- determining what each roles are is something we're constantly experimenting with. And now, finally, after all these years, we've kind of found more what our roles are and we're kind of really starting to lean into that i think even just sort of take the the business even more seriously than we were at first even though we i looking back i don't think we would tell you we weren't taking it seriously i just don't think we had our self-esteem was quite big enough or something for us to believe that we could do something legitimate and maybe that was also you know you mentioned losing the parachute Mm -hmm. i think that's also kind of the feeling of not having the the corporate jobs or the the jobs that we had before because you're not sure you have what it takes to actually push the business mm-hmm. through that few years of you know that rite of passage stage that you have to get to before you really start turning yeah and we didn't come from a business background i was a, a an attorney and steven is an audio engineer so we got into business and we did it we didn't know anything about we didn't business. know anything about business yeah, we so. didn't know how to manage ourselves because up until that point we had a boss and mm-hmm. all of a sudden we were our own bosses yeah and, and and the struggle of having to manage yourself and be your own boss and then also with working at home everything just is out the window and like it's just get complete circus sometimes mm-hmm. um and so that has been the f- i think that's been one of the funnest parts of all of it is being able to try on different hats and whether you're a couple couplepreneurs or a solopreneur, you have to wear so many different hats, especially in the beginning stages of your business. And that's been really fun. So. Yeah, it's been fun to bring different skills and different things that we're good at to the table too. Yeah. Steven knows how to edit video and he has he has a, back, a background in music production. So all of our content is looks the way it looks at the beginning is because he had that background. And I'm a writer, so I was able to take over the role of a copywriter for a company. Now I do other things, and but we're, we're separate. And his studio is here in the third floor, and my office is in the first floor, <laughs> so we don't see each other. We have Zoom meetings. Actually, we found we're more efficient, and that we take each other more seriously mm-hmm. as work colleagues if we do our meetings through Zoom, and instead of actually meet up. Um, and that keeps us in check and it keeps mm-hmm. us timing things. And so we're constantly looking for ways to be for, more efficient. Yeah. Be more efficient. 
not be distracted by the girl at work that you have a crush on. (laughs) Or the tea chatter. (laughs) Lisa? Um, We have very, very clear and defined roles. Um, Alex is the visionary, the creative, more of like the CEO role. And I'm COO. I am all the operations, all the member services, um, everything behind the camera. Just like Sarah, this is probably the third time I've done something like this. I just kind of pop in and say, hey, sometimes and I'm out. (laughs) Um, But we are... Uh, we try to be as efficient as possible, use a lot of different SOPs. Um, that keeps us on track within both of our roles. Okay. I think for us, Ali is the more creative one, and he is more of the A personality. So it's better for him to be on camera most of the time. And I think I'm better at editing like captions and stuff like that. Um, well, there was something else that I was going to say that I do a lot more of, but we don't necessarily have defined roles. Though. Yeah. I think it kind of just fell. It overlaps. It kind of just fell to the person who either wanted to do it <laughs> or, or it fell to the person who had to do it because the other person did not want to do it. I mean, it's just, we it's just that. on both sides. You know what I mean? Like she does some stuff, no matter it, here's what's crazy, right? In, in the world that I came from, I'm coming from the IT space, and I did a whole bunch of stuff in the IT space. Everything you could think of that could be done in the IT space, I probably did. But one of those was strategic communications for IT. So I did a lot of writing at the end of my career. No matter how good I am at that, she's better. <laughs> and that's not even what she does, right? So it, you know, no matter how good something is I feel like I wrote, I'll shoot it off to her and I'll be like, babe, can you handle that for me, please? Because it, it's going to, I know there's something that can be fixed, right? Yeah. So I think it kind of just fell to us just kind of knocking this thing out as a team and, you know, kind of putting everything in the pot of what needed to be done. Yeah. And then the person picking it out, like, hey, I, I can do this. Okay, cool. All right, I can do this. Okay, cool. I we, know, though, that your strength is any any video you see, the audio that you listen to our podcast, all of that is him. I have no clue whatsoever. <laughs> that goes. I don't even know this. What is this even called? See, soundboard. You know yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What, no, I, I don't know none of that. Yeah, the technical stuff definitely does fall yeah, no, does I, does fall to me um, primarily. So. Yeah. I think Sarah and I have just kind of fallen into our roles as we've gone. She's much more comfortable when we meet out in front on the camera, uh, so we've discussed that. Sarah does a lot of the engineering in the background when we're recording podcasts. Uh, she's usually, instead of on camera, in the back, changing the scenes, putting in overlays, stuff like that. She does it on our live streams as well. Um, she's taking over part of screening our guests. She's taking over and doing more of my Podmatch account and screening our guests instead of uh, me doing all of it just to try and take something else off my plate. And yeah. That's so, yeah, Sarah, Sarah is finding the fun because... There are a lot of great people on Podmatch, but uh, you also meet some very interesting people on Podmatch for sure. <laughs> now, we've talked about uh, it a little bit, but how do you separate family time from business time or does it kind of overlap for you guys? Uh, a little bit. I think it overlaps only because of scheduling and, and having to get whoever needs to go where. 
pick up the grandson, that type of thing. Somebody might need to stop working and quickly do that. So it may overlap a little bit, but other than that, I don't feel like it overlaps much. I feel like other than that, it's pretty separated. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I think I think we have to be more intentional now, though, than we ever yeah. have had to be in the past. Yeah. Um, with with certain schedules, you know, if you're working mm -hmm. nine to five or eight to six or whatever it is, we knew that there were pockets and periods of time yeah. that were going to yeah. be completely devoted to a to a particular thing. Now, it, it you know, somebody said it to me like this and I was like, man, it's kind of true. You leave your nine to five uh, looking for the flexibility that comes with mm -hmm. leaving your nine to five, but then end up working 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We can't do this. Like we need time for ourselves. We need time to bond. We need time with the grandkid. We need time, you know. So and then the other thing too, with us at least, is that you left the corporate space and I did not. Right. I right. still have my nine to five. And at certain times of the year, it can be pretty demanding mm -hmm. and so I work later at certain times of the year so there's that yeah so we really have to be intentional on making sure that there are some lines mm -hmm. uh, some clear lines that we can see for us we um, we do a, I think we do a pretty good job of knowing like when when's personal time and when when is work time right uh, so for us we, we just keep everything in the calendar so we know that hey every day at 6 p.m. that's when work stops and even as far as like working together, like we have office hours the other day. So there's two separate times where we're even allowed to have conversations together about work. But once that's over, we know that that's over. We, we close down the laptops, we lock up the offices, right? We're done for the day. We've been very intentional with that, especially because my mind, I, I love to work and I love to create. So I, I can just like talk about it forever. So Alicia's helped me learn to identify and create that balance properly, which has been very healthy for us. So again, 6 p.m., Monday through Friday, uh, that's our that's the switch. And then it goes into our, our our time, just us, friends, all that type of stuff. But we know leading up to that, we talk twice a day. And that's how we we maintain our personal and professional lives. Yeah. Wow, that's admirable. That, yeah. That's where that's where we would like to get to. And, and we have those conversations like we need to get here. We need to close up shop. Yeah. But uh, and we're trying and we're doing good. I think that is probably one of the biggest uh um, struggles you could say mm -hmm. of our business is how much that bleeds over into our family and into mm -hmm. our into our personal lives because we're just so, we get so excited about our business and new things that the okay. new ventures around the corner and even on our date nights and things it's like we're not going to talk about business tonight mm -hmm. right on our date night let's just, and then we wind up the whole time talking about business <laughs> yeah I feel like when we started our business we used to be more um just talking about business all the time but the more you grow into your business I, I feel like the last um couple of years it's been a transformation um we've we've gone through a transformation with the business so it it, it pushes us pushed us into having uh schedules and into having some set rules so we don't drive each other crazy so we don't um fight so we don't fight or so that we don't have the burnout so we don't have the burnout yeah, because burnout if it's day and night talking about the business then the other person has been working all day and here comes more about the business <laughs> i don't want to hear i just want to have a meal i just want to play with the kids so we are trying really really hard to to have those 
set schedules and to uh, follow our calendar and to be separated separated from each other when we work so we're more efficient and also we have three kids and they're little yeah. well our 14 year old twins they're like and they have all sorts of practices and piano practice and guitar practice and yeah. I, we have to drive them around we have to our four-year-old we have to drive our four-year-old around too and 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 we have to do meal prep and that's good for them and we have to make sure that they, everything gets done so it's chaos sometimes sometimes and it's hard to manage but we're getting there and now we have a team of of, of, of people working with us so it's, it's just uh yeah we we were forced to get more organized yeah we're forced to get more organized and build a I guess you'd call it a productivity system. Our productivity and system. And all of that was us. And enlist help. And enlist help, yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. And learn how to manage ourselves, learn how to manage our time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you work for other people, you have that manager character that traditionally takes care of that for you. And, mm-hmm. and so that's been a big struggle that we're yeah. constantly fighting. But we're doing pretty good. Yeah, our first mm-hmm. hire was our cleaning lady. Yeah. And then a, a, a babysitting uh, maybe on the yeah, weekends. and we consider those that are critical mm-hmm. uh, employees for our company is, is yeah. the person who helps us clean our house so mm-hmm. and and take care of our help us take care of our four year old. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. long answers on yeah. this for us. <laughs> <All right. laughs> people, people want to know these are real these are real things, right? Mm-hmm. People want to know, right. and the vulnerability insight you guys are providing is awesome. So. Mm-hmm. No, no worries about long answers. Uh, we want to make sure that everybody who listens to this, whether it's our audience, your audience, whoever, is getting the most out of the show. Mm-hmm. Next question. Okay. How do you settle disagreements? Hmm. Well, put on the boxing gloves. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> um, man, for us... I think for us, we um, uh, wasn't always like this, but I think now, because of where we are at the stage that we we're at in our relationship now, I think we just try to look at the bigger picture. Like, what what is the win? Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't be trying to win, and he shouldn't be trying to win. But what is best for mm-hmm. us right now, or what is best for the relationship or the business right now? It's not always easy to do, but I think <clears throat> right now that's the stage that we're at. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. We're we're we've again, like you said, we've kind of grown into that. Yeah. Um, we're we're consistently trying to figure out what puts us in the W column, right? Mm-hmm. So that may mean some negotiating between us, but then knowing that it's not me against her, as much as it is us. Against, against whatever it is so that we end up in the win column right so for us it's, it's been a lot of that and and i'm not i think personality wise i'm not really an argue i'm not an argumentative person even to begin with right mm-hmm. so it's only going to go but so far <laughs> because i'm just not that that guy you know so i'm not either you're making me sound no no, no i didn't mean it like that <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not saying you are <laughs> I'm not saying you are, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. And so there's certain things, you know, that it's just not going to go, but so far just because of our personalities. Right. And then couple that with, you know, we're really looking for ways to kind of 
make sure that, you know, any disagreement doesn't disintegrate us as much as it um, is a catalyst for how we figure out the win, I think has been, has helped us successfully navigate and manage conflict. So I'm a bit of a calculated person. So this might sound a little weird. Um, before I even mention that, though, I said it earlier, but we always make sure that we fight for resolution not to win. And that's really important to Alicia and I. Like, we're, we're quick to apologize when there's a mistake. If there's one of us a little bit more fire than the other, it, it's Alicia. I'm, uh, I always say she's naturally a fighter. I'm naturally a, a lover. Um, but, that's just, uh, but again, nothing against her. She, she's, she's incredible. And like, it, it's really done well for us as a relationship. Uh, when I say calculated, I come from big corporate. So I'm part of a really big business for 15 years. Systems, processes, SOPs are really important because believe it or not, people fight at work too. And that's why HR departments exist. Right. And I always found that if there's a system for something, you fight about it a lot less. So if there's any friction that's cut, being caused from a business perspective for Alicia and I, it means there's not enough of a system. There's not a clear mm -hmm. role. And so it might sound a little crazy, like, oh my gosh, like you avoid fighting by building a system for something. But really, again, from my business background, because I got tired of sitting in HR rooms, um, <laughs> I just learned that it's important to take the time to develop the system, the clear role. And so you don't have to overlap too much in that. Of course, mm -hmm. it happens all the time still, right? Like it's always gonna happen as the business grows and evolves. And that's when we go back to that core of, hey, we're quick to apologize. We remember that, hey, first and foremost, we are a couple. We believe that we're put on this earth to serve others because that's what Jesus wants us to do. And we're going to fight for resolution so we can get there as quickly as we can and move forward. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a very similar. Um, you know, we just, it's all about the the ultimate goal in the end. And, uh, you know, I think it, I don't know if it would be surprising to anyone to know that I think it's me that tends to be a little more, um, fiery and uh I, I don't know why I the diva the diva in the, <laughs> in the couple um but we have we we have some really i love i think our arguments are really fun usually um because they're always they really are they really are we're trying to figure out the solution more than it is trying to win so i, I love the way that, that you both put that yeah and there's been an enormous amount of individual growth that has happened since we launched our business and as, as a couple too, because um, all of a sudden we have to like, just be very, very good at communicating, communicating what our goals are communicating. So we are on the same page um, and we have to like strip, strip away from all of the <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> mm -hmm. All of the previous, um, ideas that we that weren't serving us mm -hmm. i think um it's that i've always thought that that's the best part about entrepreneurship is that it sort of forces you and even content creation it kind of forces you to um deal with your demons and it kind of forces you to like mm -hmm. let like actually take ownership for these things that you might need to improve or change about yourself and so that's been really fun because the camera's on you you know the lights are on you and like it's time to go and Mm -hmm. um that's where it's been oh it's been really fun for us to be able to to do that mm -hmm. okay oh sorry about that no worries i need that i'm i'm the argumentative one <laughs> sarah sarah likes facts i like to exaggerate things and <laughs> but but both of us are super super competitive like super competitive <laughs> so uh we we really have to 
put ourselves through the paces every now and then when something does come up. This is like, okay, am I still arguing with her because I want to win or because I, I just I want to prove I'm right? Or so we're we're still growing in that area. We're, we're working this out. It is an interesting dynamic to add business to it, as well as you know being married and having kids, and uh, it's been interesting to add business. That's actually the one thing we I think probably argue about the least honestly, is, is our business mm-hmm. uh, kind of find what works and what direction we believe we want to go and just go with it. And business is probably uh, the least argumentative portion of our relationship sometimes, largely because she has to put up with me, but that's, mm-hmm. about it. you know, you guys have set me time because you're together so often. What's me time? Uh, there you go. <laughs> Alicia and I both are really good about spending time with friends uh, away from each other. We don't do that super often, but it's, it's important for, to get around, like for me, like getting around some of my guy friends, right? Like I come back a better husband because of the type of people I hang out with and I spend time with. They encourage me in that. I think that that's actually something that's often missing, especially for guys. I find like getting that time with other guys really does help you understand like, again, how to be a better husband if you're around the right type of people. Let me, let me add that disclaimer there. Right. And so Alicia and I are both very intentional to make sure that we, first off, we get our time together because obviously that's, that's number one and past that, Hey, let's make sure we go get a night where you're going out with girls. I'm going out with the guys. And that's been something we both just really enjoy. Yeah. I'm recognizing the importance of that in this um, season of my life. Um, Quite honestly, I was not as intentional about doing that. Now we've, we do our best to be intentional about us time, but in terms of me actually getting out there and saying, Hey, I'm gonna go hang out with some guys. I'm going to, you know, be in this iron, you know, sharpens iron kind of environment. Um, I, I was kind of a loner for a lot of my life. And so I'm realizing the importance of that now and, and slowly, but surely getting a little better at being intentional in that area. The us time thing, I think like every couple, you know, there's room for improvement, but, um, I think we do okay with that. Yeah, the me time, because that was the question. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I think I'm more prone to to do that mm-hmm. more readily than Ollie is. But yeah, definitely important. I think we're kind of the on the opposite of that. Um, I don't know if Veronica would know what to do with me time. <laughs> um, like, so when I think about me time, I think about like a bath maybe with like some salts and like some well, it gives me so much anxiety so I'm like or like you know like some type of retreat or something but yeah the, the, my the relax... me time is sorting organizing cleaning the pantry doing mm-hmm. the laundry folding the laundry mm-hmm. color coordinating the laundry <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so we're we're definitely we like being around each other too much to our own dismay probably mm-hmm. and or to our own detriment and so it's uh um, it's hard for us to schedule that me time, but it is something we, we do and we, we try to Yeah, schedule. we don't have a lot of friends, so. Yeah, so we're kind of. You're the, my best friend. Yeah, so we kind of have to, we fulfill that, at least currently in this season of our life, we're fulfilling all that for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, we uh, try to take some time apart from each other and um, because, you know, our schedules are so hectic. Sometimes it has to be late at night. Mm-hmm. Or very early in the morning, we both like to work out, so mm-hmm. we just try to hit the gym at different times. Yep. 
You know, hold on real quick here. I realized, thanks everyone. I, re- I answered the question totally wrong. Um, <laughs> so Alicia and I are major extroverts. So our me time is usually spent with other people. We love that. But uh, both we both are very active in the gym and we go to the gym uh, separately. So oh. much, mm. yeah. So much like Steve and Veronica just said, like we, we go separately and that's, that's our alone time. That's mm-hmm. our me time, if you will. Mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> Oh, I am the card carrying extreme introvert in the group. Wonderful. <laughs> no, you're not. You're, trust me. We, you're not. Trust me. I'm, I'm holding. I'm holding the oar right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the same boat. <laughs> All right, guys. We've been covering some awesome questions so far, and we've got a lot more to come. We're gonna roll to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with more. How well do you sleep at night? Do you toss and turn and wake up more tired than when you went to bed? Sleep is commonly one of the critical elements people fall short on in their life. The quality of sleep you get directly affects your ability to control your weight, your ability to add muscle, your stress levels, and your everyday job and life performance. If you're ready to move to the next level, then sleep has to be part of the plan. Check out our friends at ghostbed.com if you're ready to get your best sleep. I love my ghost bed. I've been sleeping on one for a couple of years and has made a huge difference in how I sleep. Hit ghostbed.com and use the code thefallibleman30 to get 30% off your order and start getting better night's sleep tomorrow. Now, let's go on to the show. There we go. Welcome back, guys. It's been an awesome show so far. We just have a room full of awesome with all these incredible podcast couples who are being vulnerable and sharing their very deep lives with you guys, right? A lot of behind the scenes going on today. Uh, if you missed the first part of the show, be sure to go back and catch it. And we're going to get rolling right into this work inside the home or outside the home or have you not tried both? In terms of the actual physical space? In terms you work? of actual physical space. Do you guys have an outside office or you all work from home? We work from home. home. Yeah. We work, we from, work home. from home. Yep. Yeah, we work from home. However, we do say a lot, man, it would be nice to just grab the laptops and go to Starbucks and mm-hmm. just work from there sometimes just for a different environment. I never thought that we would say that with, I've always worked from home, even in my corporate space for the past, I think like 10 years. And you didn't when you Mm -hmm. were in the corporate space. And when he came home during the pandemic, I was like, I can't, you you should not be here. (laughs) This is not going to work. This is not how I do things. (laughs) That was an adjustment. Yeah. But, um, I think sometimes it's nice, even though we have a home office, it's nice to just be in a different type of environment when you're together all of the time. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Our goal is to have an outside office as well at some point. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's our, that's our goal. That's too. our goal too. Mm-hmm. Alicia? Yeah, we um, both work from home in our home. Like my, I have like a, a desk on wheels that it's like home is in our bedroom, but I wheel it out to the living room and that's my office during the day. So I have a good view <laughs> and he actually has like a studio and office, but um, we live in Jacksonville, Florida. And thankfully the weather is phenomenal most of the year. And we take our laptops and go work at the pool. And that's our way to get outside the house. Oh, oh nice. Beautiful. Cool. Awesome. We're, we're coming over. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we, we would love to, I, I would eventually like to have a separate studio space from, like I have a studio in the house. Uh, Sarah homeschools our kids, has a bookkeeping business on the side and helps with this. And then I have my studio space in here. So 
we would eventually like to grow this to the portion where like I can pick up some office space somewhere and actually totally separate that. I don't like having, I, I've worked on the road or at an office or in construction for so many years that being home all the time, it's like, mm-hmm. I, I, I just feel like it's almost invading my, because I'm a homebody. So yeah. I feel like it's, this is my retreat space. Mm-hmm. And I, so I don't like having our whole production right here in the house. Mm-hmm. Understood. So, Definitely. How yeah. do you handle creative differences or even differences in the way you think the business should move? Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I yeah. Honestly, I don't know that we, we have that much of a difference in the way that the business should move. Do you think? Probably not. We've, we've uh, been, you know, obviously nowhere near perfect, but I think we've been pretty much on the same page around the direction. I think the, the goal is the same. We might have different ways of getting there or different ideas of how to get there. But I think when, when that comes up, we just, I guess, think of, okay, well, what's, what's the best again, what's best for the business What's the more efficient way to get to where we want to go? You're mm-hmm. thinking one way. I'm thinking another way. And let's not get hung up on whose thought is the best, but what is the best way for the business? Mm-hmm. But as far as the goal itself, I think we have the same goal in mind. Yeah. In our case, Stephen is the visionary. So he's like 10 years ahead. <laughs> and I am the technician and <laughs> like my head down, getting the work done and I think the way that we solve our differences is just by, I bring him to the reality and he kind of brings me. So we meet in the middle. Mm. Yeah. It's like, don't you get excited about this? No, I, I get excited about money getting in my bank account. <laughs> that, that's how we're going to get to your plans 10 years from now is by getting the money in the bank account. So <laughs> we, we meet in the middle. And we, we talk it out and there's been a few times that he's just not having it and I'm not having it and we have to walk away and we have to separate and and make, take a day off from the business and just kind of breathe and think and then we come back and we talk it out and come to a resolution. But yeah, a lot of talking, a lot of understanding, a lot of um, knowing our personalities, our different personalities and just work, work around our flaws and things that we have. Yeah, I like that. Did you have something you wanted to add, Alex? No, like, our, again, our systems are really like, we kind of already talked about that, but I saw the way Steve and Veronica looked at each other when you asked the question. So I was going to call them out, but they went ahead and answered on their own court. So I was glad to hear what they've learned. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah we, <laughs> we know how that feels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, simple yes or no question. If you guys were wiped out, today lost everything you built had to start from scratch would you start a new business with your spouse even if you had to take separate jobs to fund it for a while and build it on the side if if you lost everything had to start over would you absolutely go back into business with your spouse again absolutely absolutely yes so yeah throw in one or two easy questions we try (laughs) (laughs) what is the top benefit of working with your spouse Liking your coworkers finally. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad you like me. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Alicia is, she's like, I'm not just saying this because she's here. She's very smart. So she's like, I mean, we've worked together for years. She used to own a clothing boutique. She sold it. She, she's done very well. So bringing her in as like a COO is like a dream. So regardless if we are a couple or not, like she's so high level and does such a good job. Like it's a win regardless, if that makes sense. So for mm-hmm. me, it was really easy. Yeah, listen, I have to be good because you guys are just meeting me for the first time. I went completely left when I heard that question. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) My mind went all the way over here somewhere. (laughs) But that is is a perk. Let's be clear. That's a perk, working with your spouse. So that's... that's, But I'm going to be good. (laughs) Y'all pray for me, okay? You, You know what? If that, that's still 20 plus years of your marriage, that's still exciting. And first things coming to mind, that's a great marriage right there. You yeah. guys are doing well and set the bar high. Awesome. Awesome. I'll mm. take it. <laughs> cool. That was more of a possibility. Thank you. Yeah. Before we started homeschooling, that, that was a little more of a perk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's a piece of advice for anyone considering starting a business with their spouse? In your experience. So my advice would be just make an inventory of your skills and uh, your professional uh, credentials and your experience and all that and see where are the loopholes. See where uh, you're going to need help and and list help very quick. Because in our case, we didn't know anything about business. So I wish that we could go back and learn um, more about business and business manage- yeah. management and all that. That would be my advice is to immediately pick up uh, business books and to start yeah. reading as many as you can and, and um, audiobooks mm-hmm. or however you like to consume that type of content. And um, I wish we would have done that yeah. a lot earlier too. If you have that background already, then you have an advantage. Then the only thing you need to enlist is the, you know, the people who are going to support you in moving your vision forward. But mm-hmm. Yeah, just make an inventory of the things that you're bringing to the table, whether it's uh, capital, whether it's money, whether it's the skills, whether it's the connections, whether all that uh, helps and to see what is the help that you're going to need. Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah, I'll quickly say just take it seriously. It can feel like you're just playing work, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, but you have to really take it seriously. Like treat it like a business, not like a couple just getting to do something fun. It should mm-hmm. be that. You have to actually sit down intentionally, have the conversation. This is a business first and foremost. And when you're able mm-hmm. to really do that, that's how you build the separation of personal and professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I like that. I like yeah. that. All right. What is the next big project you guys are working on that you want to share with everybody? Ooh. Next big project. Um, there's a couple, actually. Yeah. Uh, we're in the midst of a uh, six-week group coaching experience now with a couple couples, um, and that's going to be an ongoing project with some uh, cohorts happening throughout the year. Um, you heard about the podcast in the beginning, so Overcome, Overcoming the Man Laws podcast is something that we're, we're looking at as well coming up um what else um 
Well, it's not really etched in stone, but I know that this year we're trying to do a conference. We're trying to do a, so. we're trying to do some kind of conference or retreat. So yeah, that's that's retreat. the big piece right there. Fun this year. Fun. So we have a few lunches um, scheduled for this year. We're going to be launching our um, curriculum-based coaching program. Yeah, it's a group coaching program. We're doing that for the, the first time this year. It's a big uh, shift in the way that we've been teaching podcasting. We mm-hmm. did standalone co- online courses, and now we really want to have a more intimate connection with our students and actually be there to help them with accountability and actually see their podcast come to light and see their their content marketing system get built so mm-hmm. we're doing really excited about that getting in this more of a group coaching and we're doing that periodically throughout the year and then we're also starting a coaching program for freelance audio and video editors as well later in the year and that's going to be really fun too mm-hmm. nice. for us we're really doubling down on relationships and we do have a mastermind as well. It's funny, everyone here mentioned like group coaches, stuff like that. So like just the relationships in that mastermind, but also, I mean, all, we believe that all business is human to human and we're doing our best to build proper systems and communication flows for our members. We, we run software companies. We have, we have the parent company and then we have three separate softwares under that. But we never want people to feel like a, I'm doing air quotes here, a user or a customer or a client. Mm-hmm. We want them to feel like a member of a thriving community. Yeah. So, this year, we really devoted our time and our energy to figure out how to do that at a, a higher scale to mm-hmm. really build that foundation for the future of, of the people that we get the opportunity to work with. Mm-hmm. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Because our, our project, as we said, or we're, we're two weeks out from our second conference, uh, our men's, the Phoenix conference. Uh, this is our second event. We've stepped up our virtual game a lot this year to try and uh, expand that capability. And we're adding a physical component. We're having a strongman competition during the event. Uh, so we're very excited about what's going on with that. But guys, I wanted to bring you all here and for our audience listening, okay? It wasn't an accident, the couples I asked. Mm-hmm. All these couples have had a huge impact on us. And mm-hmm. so we want to bring them in here with you guys. So for a little clarity, hey, there will be links. <laughs> like this will be the most linked. <laughs> Uh, you know, video description and uh, show <laughs> ever in the history of my podcast. Because you'll have links for everybody's stuff. But this show, if you enjoy, if you enjoy the Fallible Man podcast, thanks to even Veronica, because this is where podcasting started for me. Oh, awesome. oh, my document I built on what my show was going to be like, the tone of it, the personality of it. Oh. I learned- List from you guys' YouTube channel. I found you when I first started looking at podcasting long before I knew anybody else here. Oh, great. Nice. That's, That's so fun. It's all you. That's all you. Yeah. It's all your work and your talent mm-hmm. and your charisma. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you for having us. I appreciate that. But you guys put in the foundation by creating just great information out there. Uh, as someone who is new to the podcasting space, it was huge. And then I met Alex and Alicia through the software they have. Uh, Alex invited me to Podmatch, I think, when it was still almost in the beta form or right after it went live on LinkedIn and provides just an incredible uh, way to connect with amazing, amazing uh, guests. Thank you. Thank you, guests. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, maybe my emotional moment. Uh, and just I use several of the other products they create. But and you guys are succeeding. PodPro's community is awesome. I love hanging out with PodPro's community. Uh, and y'all are creating an amazing space for that. And then I met Oliver and Denise 
I think. I'm not even sure where we connected originally. While you were talking, I was I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking, <laughs> oh, through a YouTube conference. That's right. That's right. Through Kirk and Kirk Kuchel. Oh, yes. met in a small group and connected. <laughs> and we just clicked. Oliver and Denise have yeah. been supportive. Uh, they've been on the show several times, both on my live stream. And this will be Oliver's second time speaking at my event. He was one of my original speakers as well. And all of you, I've just created this amazing relationship with over time because of the effect and impact you have on my life. And I wanted to share you with my audience because you guys are something very unique. Most people are terrified of working with their spouse. <laughs> you guys are all in this space and working with your spouses. is amazing. And you guys are all putting out amazing products. Guys, if you guys are listening, the pull of talent on the show today Follow their links, get to know these people. They are amazing people because you know I only bring you guys the best. Now, the answer for our silly question. <laughs> if you dug a hole through the center of the earth from Wellington, New Zealand, into which European country would you emerge? The options were Germany, Spain, France, and Poland. Who do you remember what we said? I was Poland. Mm -hmm. I you was were Spain. Germany. The answer. Is Spain. Oh. That's it. I'm out of here. Forget this. I'm done. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. This, this further proves something that I just said recently that I consistently win when I listen to her. I love it. See? I know. I'm gonna, I know. I'm going to keep listening. <laughs> For all you guys who are listening and are further curious more about this, uh, Veronica and Steve actually just did a great episode on Podcast FA, which I did not know until I had already asked you guys to do this. You guys actually did an episode on this recently on Podcast FA. Uh, that was a great show, by the way. Oh, thank you. I was backlogged on catching up with you guys. It was like, I came to that show. I'm like, man, I just asked them to do this. <laughs> so you can go over Good timing. catch that. Uh, for more on this. Guys, we hope you get to spend Valentine's wherever you want to spend it with, people you want to spend it with. Have an incredible Valentine's Day. On behalf of all these amazing people, be better tomorrow because of what you do today, and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Thank you. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast. Your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.